Jesus, Le Miserable. Yeah, Alex, what? where did, oh, where did my you God. come from? Yeah, hey, man. Alex, I'm telling you, she she didn't invite you when you were in Germany. She didn't invite you when she was singing. I believe there's a personal <laughs> personal rivalry going on here. I'm going to walk out of this episode <laughs> right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the International Connection. This is our fifth episode and we've got some exciting news to share before we start. Alex, give us the news, buddy. Oh yeah, guys. So our podcast was played over 70 times within the first week of our launch. And that, that's freaking amazing. Thank you so much for showing us your love. Thank you so much, guys. We promise to create valuable content for you guys every single week to keep you motivated and inspired. And that's something that's going to keep happening on and on. Now, talking about something valuable, one person's name comes to my mind. I remember meeting her in Newcastle last year. I was extremely impressed by her enthusiastic and lively personality. But it wasn't until I saw her perform in a church that I truly understood what her real talent was. I'm sure that Alex must have spent some quality time with her as well. Right, Alex? Oh, definitely, Jagrit. With that said... It's time to take off to a new destination, which is Frankfurt, Germany, and meet our very special guest for today, Ms. Yasmin Diaz. Welcome to the International Connection, Yasmin. Hi, Jagrid. Hi, Alex. It's nice to be here. Thanks for the invitation. And yeah, I'm feeling very honored that you wanted to have me here and uh, just talking to you. It's really nice. Oh, definitely, Yasmin. Actually, I have a story to tell Jagrid. All right. Oh, absolutely. I'm all ears. I went already to Yasmin City three times in the past year, Jagrit. The first one, I I didn't know she lived there in Cologne in Germany. Right. And then the second and the third one, I went for the Global Media Forum. Right. And I always text her, yo, Yasmin, I'm coming to your city. And I'm from freaking like Brazil. So it's a long way. Let's catch up. (laughs) And she's always busy doing some mentorship or something. It's a lie. lie. Yeah, the last time it hasn't been my fault because lately I've been in Frankfurt, as Jagrit already told you. But uh, normally, uh, yeah, I live in Cologne because that's where I was born. And I went to school and studied and uh, yeah so whenever Alex is there normally we could meet <laughs> but this time it was like an yeah. exception because I'm yeah I'm now in Frankfurt that's the, the yeah thing. so my point it's a very important busy person here I believe you and it's a freaking miracle that we got her on the podcast and I'm very thankful for it so thanks Yasmin that's nice thank you so much for taking the time Yasmin No, I think it's time to, once our flight is taken out, I think it's time to serve some snacks and introduce our guest on a more deeper level. So Yasmin, let me ask you this question while we start. Uh, we already said that you're in Frankfurt, Germany right now, but why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself to kick things off? Yeah. Hi, guys. Uh, like everybody listening to this podcast, uh, my name is Je- uh, Yasmin, like I, we say it in Germany. <laughs> I'm 22 years old and I'm from Cologne in Germany. Yeah. Right now in March, I finished studying. So I got my bachelor's degree now, uh, actually. Congratulations. <laughs> I mean, that's good news. 
Yeah, yeah, it's really like... So you got your degree in business administration? Exactly, like the bachelor's degree. But um, what I'm doing right now is I'm taking this year off that I didn't do after school. So I'm now really like a free person. I don't have any duties right now. And next year, like 2020, I will do the master. So So you're going for the master's in 2020. Is that going to be in uh, some sort of business as well? I'm not sure yet, actually. That's... um, that's quite a long story. Don't know if this is the right the right moment where where I might tell about my doubts about my studies. It's quite like it's. I'm really glad that I got this year now because I'm able to do internships now. So this is what I'm doing right now in Frankfurt. I'm doing an internship in a bank. I don't know if you know it. It's BNP Paribas, a French bank. Oh yeah, of course. Did you know it? They sponsor a lot of tennis tournaments. That's why I know it. That's true. They did that. <laughs> they did that last week. When was that? Two weeks ago or something, right? Well, it's the second time I do an internship in a bank now. Uh, last year I did it at HSBC. It's also like an international bank that you probably know. Um, but yeah, like mm, it's now a time when I like started realizing that I'm probably not like going to work in a bank forever. This is not what I want. No wonder you couldn't give time to Alex because you're super busy working in those banks, you know, those big names. Exactly. Sorry. Sorry, Alex. <laughs> you should- Alex might have uh, had to schedule like a meeting with me, you know, then it would have been all right. No, <laughs> no, just kidding. I'm like at the at the bottom of the <laughs> whatever, like interns are really... Get her secretary's number, Alex. You need her secretary's number and she can yeah, see I, me- I messed up. Call my assistant. <laughs> no, just kidding, man. I'm like, I would love to see you again, but it was like, yeah, I mean, I had to work. So you're, you're doing the internships now and uh, even if you didn't like them that much, I think it's a valuable experience to know what you don't like so you can pursue other stuff and don't, you know, waste time. Yeah, yeah. Like we already talked about that a little bit, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. every experience you make, you can like gain something from that. It's never like like um, not worth it making an experience. So right now I realize, okay, this is not the thing, but I have time. I can find out what I want to do. So there's still like a lot, a lot of, fields on areas I can try out so it's really like I'm looking forward to to it and yeah, yeah definitely. if you're also like finance uh if you like attached to like finance and business then you probably know what I mean if I say it's a tough world like actually it's yeah. like the business and finance is is like I have colleagues that work in investment banking they are my age and they work each night until 1 a.m and they go home at 1 a.m and they work on Sundays as well it's like th- that's so crazy and I this is something I that doesn't like come lie with my values that I want like what I want to achieve life is to have life besides work <laughs> and this is just not what what it's like I think that she raised an important point there Alex as to like a lot of people when they graduate they run after money they run after work so they spend millions of hours working that but what she wants is actually a quality and a passionate life I know you can relate to that, Alex. Yeah, definitely. Uh, actually, my father and my uncle, they both work in banks. They have been working in banks for their whole lives. So I think that's why I chose journalism, you know, to do something <laughs> to do it, right? Yeah. I don't have anybody in my family that was like from that business part, you know. And then I was like, I was 18. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I want to do a lot of money when I'm old. And so I was like, I'm going to study business. And now I'm like, wow, like some things they do there are just not like, it's always like only about money. They are like, for example, having business with companies, which are huge companies, and they neglect the fact that they probably have 
huge scandals going on and it's like they don't care because it's it's all about money and this is too capitalist like really it's just i mean i don't know it's my personal view so you think capitalization is not something you want to follow you want to have a quality life where money matters but not every it's not everything exactly and i just don't want to like run after money without considering other values yeah yeah now that you've laid out your doubts uh, we're all trying to figure out what to do with our lives so I'm asking you, so what are your prospects for the future? Because Jagger just told me this amazing story of you singing in a church. Well, yeah. And I have absolutely <laughs> no idea that you sung before. So Me neither. I had no idea as well. And just to kind of give you a backstory before Yasmin speaks. So I was invited because another friend of Yasmin and me. So Josie said like, hey, I'm singing in the church. You have to come. You have to come and listen to me. And I said, okay, well, absolutely. I love that. So I went and... I was like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hear Josie now. And then there she was, there was Yasmin in the crowd, like yeah. singing. And I was like, what? You didn't know that I was in the choir, right? You didn't know I didn't, that? I didn't. I was like, well, I met her yesterday in library and she was writing an essay and now she's here singing. And it was so nice. I mean, you enjoyed it as well, right? Yeah. It was such a nice concert. It was um, about film music, right? And it was like the choir as well as the orchestra. So they were together. And um, it was actually the first time at the concert that we played together with the orchestra. And for me, it was like, I don't know, it was so emotional. <laughs> like really, when I they when were I amazing. Hear, My favorite song was uh, Skyfall that you guys sang. Oh, but, whoa, 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 whoa. You guys sang Skyfall. Oh my God. How did I miss that? That's yeah, phenomenal. Also, do you know um, this movie? I don't know what it, the, the movie in English, Les Miserables. How is it called in English? I think it's another... <gasps> Jesus, let me say hop. Yeah, Alex, what? why did, oh why did my you God, come? Yeah, I'm hey, man, Alex, I'm telling you, she she didn't invite you when you were in Germany. She didn't invite you when she was singing. I believe there's a personal <laughs> personal rivalry going on here. I'm going to walk out of this episode <laughs> right now. I'm sorry. Oh, But I think, Yasmin, what we are desperate to know right now is how did this all start? Like, when did you realize that you had an eye for singing or you have a voice uh, for singing for that matter? Yeah. And how did it all start? So actually, that was when I was really young. Like, it started when I was a child, like five to ten years old, something in between. And I don't know, I just started like singing like randomly and I really like enjoyed it. And then when there was that area when you know high school musical was really popular in our like like age you know and then it was my dream of course every child has like a dream of like becoming something in the future and i always wanted to be a singer and an actress like that was really my my aspiration for the future and i mean um of course as you might guess that didn't turn out to be real because it's quite a tough business like now you you make me remember what's actually my <laughs> my passion because sometimes it just like a like goes into the background and then I just don't do it at all. But actually, for example, going to the choir in Newcastle was also, it was such a cool experience because it was also like mixed with female and male singers. And I just, I don't know. I just love like, like music and singing. It's, it's really, yeah, it's always been a part of my life. That's it's something I have to admit. But, so yeah. who, who's your favorite singer, Yasmin? Do you have a role model? Yeah, that's, that's pretty difficult because um, you know what kind of music I, I preferred lately? It's like not like the normal uh, vocals you have, but probably more electronic music. This is something I, I enjoyed more like recently. Um, so I don't really like follow up with like 
singers that you probably have, like that, that give concerts, for example. But when I was a bit younger, for example, like 15 years old, my favorite singer was Lady Gaga. <laughs> you probably know Lady Gaga, right? And I mean, uh, every, like, what I really love about that woman is she's so unique. Like, she doesn't care what other people think of her. And I think it's so cool. Like, she was my role model back then, actually, because I loved her voice. Her music was great. It was really, and have it, did you watch that movie, uh, A Star is Born? Like with her and Bradley. Uh, oh, that was brilliant. That was, was brilliant, right? Yeah. And I mean, nobody can say that she's not a, exactly. she's a perfect singer. Her voice is, is uh, really like, wow, it's, it's amazing. But at the same time, back then, she was super crazy. Like she was so, she was doing stuff that everybody was judging. But she didn't care. Like it was just her kind of like character. And I think I appreciated that. I, like not appreciate, I admired it a lot. Like, you know. It's amazing. What I, what I love about your story is, and I think there's an important message here as well, is no matter how busy you get with your professional career or something that you want to follow, your true passion, right? Your true passion always shows up, which in your case is, yeah. like you said, performing, acting and singing. And knowing who you are, I've seen you sing right? You've got a beautiful voice and I would suggest that you, you keep following it because I do see you in big places. That's so nice to hear because like, um, I didn't actually like, for example, plan to go to the choir in Newcastle. In the end, it was so cool and I was so glad that I, that I did that. So you're, you're actually right when you say it always like turns up at a, at a stage in my life. Like sometimes it, it, it hides again and then it comes back. Like it's, it's always there. It's like a constant, a constant in my life. Yeah. It's, it's really cool. Yeah. And there was beer and cake, Alex. There were, there was beer and cake being served in the church while they were singing. I'm going to kill you both right now. <laughs> if, if anyone from that church, if anyone from that church in Newcastle is listening right now, I want to give you guys a huge shout out for putting that event together. Cause it was Amazing. Just going back to what you said about Lady Gaga, Yasmin, I, I thought that was so fantastic because so many people when they're growing up, they want to pursue, you know, acting and singing because it's, it's so much fun. And we live in such a, you know, this over rationalization of everything. But sometimes if something feels right, we just have to follow our intuition, you know, and even if that's just uh, sparing one time, one hour a day to do something you love, I think that's it's so uh, important and uh, I'm really happy that you, you want to follow your passion I think that's amazing I mean I don't know if you ever tried like performing something on stage you probably haven't but it's really like a really cool feeling to like I don't know if you, if you ever tried it but it's like to like slip into another role and like convey it to the audience and just like you're you know that that you can do it like perfectly because you rehearsed so much and like it's just about that moment that every the interaction on the whole stage is like, it's like fitting and it's so cool. Like really it's, it's, yeah, it's something really unique. And um, I think most people are probably a bit afraid of it because they, they are shy in terms of they don't like presenting in front of people. It might also go for people that um, have problems in general, like presenting, for example, at school as well, but it can be a good way to overcome, for example, such nervosity, I think. Uh, like, I believe you're, you're right on point over there. And we would love to continue this uh, singing journey with you, but let's take a little break here. And we're gonna play a tune created by none other than DJ Fuzz. And he's the guy responsible for powering up our podcast. And after that, we'll come back and we'll continue our journey with Yasmin. <laughs> Oh, bella ciao, bella ciao, bella ciao, 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 partigiano. Oh, 
It's a pleasure to be back. We're here with Yasmin Diaz, this amazing, brilliant business major and especially singer today. Yasmin, always a pleasure to welcome you again. And I have a special question because you told us that especially when you went singing in Newcastle on the big cathedrals and churches and you're a uh, stage fright. I don't know. You're quite nervous at least. So how do you overcome that? So it's important to practice, but how do you overcome that on a daily well, basis? Um, you know, I actually have to admit that on stage, I'm never nervous. I never felt like nervous. It was just like, mm, for me, if we like practice before with the group, um, that gave me this like self-confidence to like that we will perform this well. And even if you like stand on the stage for the first time and you see the, the whole audience is like staring at you, um, I don't know why, but those situations really never make me nervous. You know, when I'm more nervous is, for example, in situations where I don't know the outcome. You know what I mean? Like, for example, interviews, job interviews. This is something that really makes me nervous, like for internships or like holding presentations at school. This is probably a bit better, but like interviews really get me nervous. And what I what helps me there is like actually the same thing that I could like give uh, the, the same advice I could give people that are nervous on stage is like to be well prepared, like to prepare yourself to know um, if you know everything about like, for example, the company that you're applying for or yourself, like your curriculum. And you know that whenever people ask you something, you will be able to, to, to like, to like answer their questions. You won't be that nervous anymore. Like preparation for me is the key that makes me like less, less nervous, you know, stand in front of a mirror and like, practice you know like seeing yourself what kind of like kind of what of kind of effect do you have on people with your facial expressions because normally you don't see what your facial expressions are but when you like talking to to the mirror and like for example saying what you're gonna say on stage this can probably help you to like um yeah be a little bit more self-confident that yeah. is amazing and i believe to anyone who's a bit nervous regarding performing and who wants to perform uh, this advice from Yasmin comes handy. Just stand in front of the mirror, maybe a week before your performances and, and just practice, you know, it give you, it put you in the zone. It'll give you exactly what you need to perform in, in front of the large audience. So I remember like, I, I always wanted to get into public speaking, right? One of my goals is actually to deliver a TED talk. Oh, that's which, cool. Uh, wow. Absolutely. So I'm working hard towards that. But I, I, I always wanted to present in front of the lar large audience and I've been doing that in my internships and everything. One thing which I do to prepare myself up is this method called anchoring. So I won't take much time explaining it, but what it basically is that there are three types of anchors that you can set, visual, olfactory, right? And then a physical one. So I, I use the olfactory one, which, which uh, kind of considers your sense of smell. So once you're once you're at your highest confidence, you smell something which has a very peculiar smell and that kind of re registers that feeling of confidence. So let's say so let's say if I'm going to give a presentation and I'm not feeling it, I can have that smell. For me, what works is like the smell of lemonade is very strong. 
So I open up, I can open up a can of lemonade and I hear that smell and it would bring back that feeling. And then I would be powered again. This process of anchoring is something that I've kind of nailed down and it's been working out for me. So that's another thing that you guys can use. Uh, look more into anchoring. I'll put some links down in the description as to how I learned to do that's it. That's so cool, Jagrat. I actually do something very similar. Right. Uh, not exactly anchoring, but uh, uh, I grew up uh, doing a lot of sports, especially swimming. Right. And, and right before swimming competitions, I think any swimmer out there can remember the clear picture of Michael Phelps and headphones and hearing that music right before going in, you know? Yeah, exactly. So I did that every time I went in, into a competition. And, you know, when you hear a song that you, you really like, when you smell something that makes you remember, I think you have to be in that pumped up state. Uh, but there's one thing that uh, really goes, I think, hand in hand with anchoring. You have to be in the a good state in the moment, but you also have practice uh, thousands of times in front of the mirror because th th there's no amount of confidence that it's going to fix your practice, you know? So you, you only get real confidence by doing and doing and doing over again, you know, until it becomes like a, a muscle, a, a reflex. That you, that's something you can like transfer to everything. Like for example, your swimming competitions, as well as giving presentations in front of an audience or stage play. It's like when you're well prepared, there's like less moments that could get you nervous, you know? We're going to have to prepare our guests for landing now because we're approaching the end of our podcast here Yasmin but we have a few questions still in storage for you so first thing I want to ask is so you're in this position where you're trying to figure out what to do you're just graduating so do you have any advice for someone who's in the same situation as you um yeah actually um I think yes um what I'm like um figuring out right now is exactly what you said like I'm trying to find out what I expect from life and from from the future and what is actually making me happy and uh what i what is like a little weakness about myself is i get easily influenced by people when i like uh, get advice from them you know and i'm like mm, what would you recommend me what would you right. say what would fit me and stuff like that and this is something that is i think not good like you should at to some point of course rely on people who are stand close to you but in the end you have to go into yourself and you have to know what is making you happy what what and no one else but you can answer that question so you should like really evaluate like is is your current situation something that you could like um kind of like imagine for the future as well or do you want to change it because this you have the opportunity to change the situation it doesn't have to remain like that for example i found out this is not what i want to do all right i'm gonna try something else it doesn't mean that i have to stick in that stage now forever just because i i tried it out you know it's uh we're all really young and i what i would recommend to young people is really like make experiences try out the most you can go abroad make really like like live your life it's just like what i want to say it's because in the end some people might always stay like close to you know their 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 home because they feel like which is also like of course all right but but i, I found out that this this is not what i want to do i want to be like a little bit more independent and like yeah make my own experiences yeah i think you raised a couple of interesting points up there first when you said that taking advice from other people is good But at the end of the day, you got to value your own opinion. You got to value yourself more than you value other people, right? You got to do what you want to do, right? And second thing, like you said, it's important to expose yourself to different environments like you did while coming to Newcastle. 
So I have a question about that. Like, how did that change your life when you took the step of going to a foreign country and meeting people there, awesome people like me and and other people as well? So <laughs> yeah, of course, like it changed my life for meeting Jacqueline and Alex. <laughs> no, just kidding. I mean, it's it, it's true. Well, I don't know because she's a she's been avoiding Alex for the past <laughs> year. But yeah, Jacqueline, maybe. maybe. Is there any chance that I can like change my image that you have of me, <laughs> or will I remain in that? Like, no, no, just kidding. <laughs> we will see each other don't worry it's actually quite funny that we're like talking to each other like in three different countries that's, that's crazy but no never mind coming back to the question um yeah it's definitely something that like changed my life because um i've always been like really a person really close like to home to family you know and never really living living on my own i, I really haven't uh, actually lived on my own before that not even when i was studying because i studied in cologne where my family comes from as well so it was the first time that i was really like on my own and i like had to take care of myself and this is something that i really like um experience and what's really a valuable one experience but also what i found out is that there are like so many people coming together from different countries and although everybody has like their own lives and has like their own i don't know aspirations and everything we like had um uh, like a new kind of like new life there together and we made like the best out of it so you can really adapt to situations you probably didn't didn't know you could and you can like make so many valuable experience out of them that at the end you probably think all right i want to do that again <laughs> like this is like really trying out what you said Jagger, trying out new environments because there was just one of so many countries that you could actually like go to live there and like whatever it's it's just um about like like hearing stories from other people you know uh, from, from other people sorry what is your uh, what's actually your goal and this is like what yeah what i think i i took from uk when i when i went back to germany yeah as both of my colleagues said it's important to open up to, to new experiences and even though you, you don't know where you're heading actually in the future or what is future you know But you can only connect what works when you look back. So you have to taste a little bit of everything. And, and that's amazing. Absolutely. And I think Yasmin's story sets an example for all of us that how a girl who's half Peruvian, half Iranian, living in Germany, having a dream, exposing herself to different environments can change her life completely. Now, she didn't think she'd, given, she'd be given a chance to perform in a choir in a church. But she stepped up to the occasion and she performed it. And that was a brilliant performance. All right. Thank you guys for tuning in. We'll be back next week with another destination. So sit back, relax, and wait for another episode from the International Connection. Thank you. Thank you.